RecruitersLiveLounge.com, Episode 9. Deleso supports clients by providing a tailor-made service from outsourced back-office functions right the way through to director-level advice and consultancy. Go to deleso.co.uk forward slash RecLiveLounge. RecruitersLiveLounge.com Where you get to hang out with the most inspiring recruitment business leaders on the planet. Hosted by Roy Ripper. Welcome everybody to Recruiters Live Lounge where you get to meet and hang out with some of the most inspiring recruitment business leaders on our planet. And I am so excited today, I'm really, really stoked to be able to tell you that my guest today is Mr. David Lawrence of Vine Resources. Let me tell you about David. He's worked in the recruitment industry, I think, since 2000, uh, the year 2000, so that's 14, 15 years. Um, and uh, it, David's just one of those characters that, um, it, you know what, he's visible in our industry, he's vocal in our industry, and people ask me, who are your, uh, I don't know, inspiring people, pe- people that you look to, David Lawrence is one of those people for me. So without uh, further ado, let's, let's just welcome him. David, how's it going? Very good, thank you, Roy. Thank you very much. I'm um, sorry if there's a bit of background noise, but I'm, uh, I'm actually on site at one of, our, one of our clients today over in Vodafone headquarters, so uh, hopefully you can hear me okay. We can hear you fine, David. Tell me, where is um, where's Vodafone headquarters? Over, over in sunny Newbury, so uh, <laughs> and, it, and it definitely it does look sunny there. Um, yeah. David, look for the people that don't know you. Tell us something about yourself and uh, the work that you guys do at Vine Resources. Well, well Vine Resources, um, we're a specialist in the telecoms industry. Uh, we're recruiting for uh, contingent and permanent workforce, um, including executive search. We work with clients across Europe, Middle East, and Africa working with telecoms operators, vendors and consultancies basically. Fantastic. And David, you guys have got some really uh, quite aggressive growth plans uh, currently. You, you know, what's the plan, say, over the next three years to expand your business? Yeah, it's a really exciting time for us actually. Um, we've been through a major transformation in the last 18 months um, and we actually have a very th- clear three-year um, objective to grow the organisation from where we are at the moment, turning over about four million to growing to the company to about 16 million turnover or 40 staff, um, centered from our London HQ, working with those customers across across the region. Brilliant, David. And, and listen, I'm not gonna wish you luck with that. I know if anyone can get that happening, it's you and it's the team at Vine Resources. So uh, just work hard, no good luck. Just Absolutely, work hard yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David, look, I'd love for us to get into these questions. I want to ask you, are you ready for the questions I've got? Absolutely, okay. far away. Listen, let's kick off with the first one. David, what's your favorite success or motivational quote uh, that you live your life by? I think um, this may come up a few times in the, in the conversation today, but one of them that I really, um, I actually put in my diary every, every week actually, just that, that, re- that reminder, and that's um, the path to success is to take massive um, determined action. Um, and I don't know if you told you who, who said that, but it was Tony Robbins. It was Tony Robbins, yeah. Yeah, um, and, I, and, I, and I, if I look at anything, I see that in my business every day. You know, it's us driving it. Determined action will get results. And it's massive. He talks about massive determined action, doesn't he? 
Absolutely, absolutely, and it is massive. And, and David, know. you mentioned there about putting it into you, you put that into your schedule every single day, do you? Yeah, it sounds a small thing, but for me, I actually drop this into my into my calendar diary, and uh, actually, it's the one it's the first thing that pops up in the morning. So when I wake up at six thirty in the morning, it's that first little reminder, and it's almost just like a subconscious uh, a message that goes into my, in, into my head, um, even if I'm not reading it fully, um, and it just helps me think actually. This, this hard work will pay off no matter what the, the issues that come up that you face day to day I love that David I really really do um, and it's interesting you know I talk to people a lot about positive affirmation and, and you know putting out messages and, 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 and being consistent with that you know being consistent with that so by having it in your schedule whether that's electronic or whether it's a, I don't know even a diary a desk diary but having it coming into your conscious or subconscious every single day yeah. uh, it's got to seep through either through osmosis or whatever it's got to seep through right absolutely and again if you're if you're and you're letting others if you're telling other people about it the whole time a bit like you know me sharing my journey with you it's as you say it's reaffirming that journey to myself yeah david yeah. thank you for sharing that now listen at recruiters live lounge we like to find out a bit about your journey and and that's what people are really interested in I know that behind every successful recruitment business leader, there's generally been at least one failure, you know, one challenge, one adversity that we've faced. What's your personal business uh, failure in recruitment? What's your personal failure? Oh, boy, I've got so many, so many, so many. Um, I think that I think I think the biggest failing for me um, is hiring the wrong people for my business that's not their fault that's my fault that's yeah. my responsibility you know and i think i've learned a lot of lessons there the hard way and i'm sure many other people have had the same issues um david could you talk about you know one specific moment if you think about you know i don't know if you could take your mind back to um the biggest recruiting mistake that you made, maybe bringing somebody in that was wrong can you tell us about that moment and the lessons you pulled out of it Absolutely, I think um, I think I, I can think of a particular uh, incident where I hired the, the the wrong person for the for the role, but I didn't recognise that quickly enough. Right. Um, I hired the person based on their skill, possibly experience, but not sharing the values of the business. Right. Which was which was detrimental, and in fact, the the, the impact that had on is 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 I lost a number of uh, key staff oh. at that time in the journey. Um, and that was a big lesson to learn. Um, and in fact, you know, not being as close to the team at that point, because I was letting that that person take take some of that ownership, um, was was very damaging. But you put but, that but right. I, you put that right. Did you? Absolutely. And you know, I think these are these are great. There's no there's no there's no um, there's no uh, course uh, to being an MD to being a CEO, right? Uh, and actually, the, the best way to the best way to do it is actually making these mistakes. So tr it's so true, isn't it, David? We don't we don't get a manual. Uh, you know, if if I could just hand you like an instruction booklet, right? Here's your instruction booklet to being a, an MD of a recruitment business and a, a leader yeah. of people. Here it is. But yeah. no one's produced Absolutely. that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, David, listen. Continuing on that journey. Um, Take us to the moment where it was a eureka moment for you. The light bulb went on. 
everything became so much more clear for you. Take us back to that moment and, and tell us about some of the takeaways that you got from that. I think if I, I think back, uh, you're talking referring to the Eureka moment in in building my own business. That would yeah? be great. So, yes, please. So so that was way back in two, well, 2004 now, okay. um, and I was I'd already been in the recruitment industry for for a few years. These were these were good times, of course, right? Yeah. Um, and um, I think I think I saw a failing in the. If, if I think back to how we were, were recruiting at the time, I saw a failing in how we were building long-term relationships with the client, with the right. clients and the candidates, for that matter. And in fact, there's still a lot of problems with that with certain companies sure. and certain internal businesses. And I just felt, you know what? I can. I've got the drive. I've got the energy. I can put my own stamp on this. And you know, I locked myself away in my my uh, apartment in London. Uh, didn't have a social life probably for about 18 months. Yeah. Worked seven days a week, uh, you know. Had a had a Word, Excel, had old Microsoft uh, Word, and uh, just 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 got on the phone and started talking to people and, and and met up with them, and you know, and then put all those building, try to put all those building blocks in place to have a a business structure for the company. So, so David, what you, the takeaway that I get from that is. It was that recognition that it's about the relationship. It's about the rapport and relationship you build with both candidates and clients that build a proper recruitment business. And it's not transactional. It's not right. We put a bum on a seat, right? Well, that that is the key word. Okay. And even even in today's market, as as you all know, you know, there's large scale recruitment businesses that customers can use that will, will act as a transactional recruitment but yeah. in many areas that doesn't work you know you need to know that business inside out you need yeah. to add value by knowing what the business plans are the challenges equally you need to know in depth about that candidate and you know that's where we look to add value brilliant brilliant david and and look we talked there about some of the um standards in the in the recruitment industry generally what do you and your guys do at vine resources to help drive those standards for the recruitment industry what do you do on a daily basis yeah it's a, it's a great question so you know in terms of well in terms of our market for a start we're in a specialist area we're in the telco so for us it's actually first of all we need to we know to know our industry in, inside and out right so we have regular onboard training in terms of industry training we're getting out to see our customers uh, every every day nice. uh, the entire organization goes out and meets our customers you know, so not just so so everyone gets a, a touch point to really understand and have empathy, even from the back office to to the, to the delivery team. Um, we do um, a, a six month induction for new hires. We're just working with an outsourced partner for um, training and development. I think it's an ongoing, you know, it's an ongoing development. And when you can and invest that money early on in your recruitment business, you know, with the right people, it will pay dividends. David, I'm, I'm loving the fact that Vine Resources put so much stock through uh, into training and development of its people. You know, on behalf of the recruitment training industry, it's like I, I, I applaud you for that one. And also, actually, um, you know, the fact that you're there uh, doing this meeting with me whilst on your clients' premises. You know, it's like you, you said there, we try and get out and see our clients and we our whole team does that every day. You're living, breathing evidence of that just today, right? Well, uh, you know, and, and for, for myself, you know, um, I still believe in leadership from the front. You know, it's a bit like, um, you know, I've got to lead from the front in the battle. Sure. And it is a war in some respects. You know, I've got to fight the war and I've got to, I've got to show my team that I can lead from the front. And I think as we're small and growing, 
you know, competing against some exceptionally good other competitors in this market, you know, seeing that the MD is out there doing doing it leading from the front or rolling up their sleeves and getting on the phone and helping them headhunt a candidate, whatever it takes, you know. You've got to do it, haven't you? I think that speaks. <laughs> I think it speaks volumes, David. And I think your team, if I was asking them, they'd say the same. Um, David, look, I'm going to ask you to look into your crystal ball, um, the future of the recruitment industry, and and ask you how do you think our industry, our profession, is going to develop over the next three to five years? That is a great question. Um, I absolutely believe there'll be, there'll be there's, there's two strands to this. There will be definitely uh, an increase in your on-site uh, teams. So your competition as an agency will not only come from other competitors, but will also come from the on-site teams, which yeah. has been seen already. Yeah. However, however, in saying that, there's still a degree of transactional um, methods in that, in how they're acting. and. I think the value that, uh, so you'll have one strand with a sort of managed service providers which will continue to grow, but again, will be more seen, I I believe, as more transactional potentially, but you'll have your niche agencies who are providing value add by finding, reaching those hard to find candidates, you know, not sending a message on LinkedIn, actually speaking to them, calling them at the weekend, meeting them for a coffee, you know, equally that, that that speed of contingent contractors where they need fast turnaround CVs within a few hours from those niche providers and I think there'll be more there will be a return to more PSL in organizations with a direct um, with a, a, a direct team as well as the MSP will move away from a paid when paid model which is damaging the industry yeah. uh, a nightmare for factoring organizations yeah. difficult for SMEs because they've got no control and you'll see, I think, a, a degree of movement where we, although the MSP will be in place, you will have a direct payment model into that customer because they've got an ERP system that supports that. I think those are some of the things. David, I, I, thank you. I, I, you know, I, I hope I, I can see some of those things cranking slowly. I hope we get to those uh, to that vision as soon as possible. Um, and it's and I'd also add, sorry, sorry. I would just also add, you know. I think it's really important. Agencies, uh, recruitment partners, they've got to step up. You've got to step up to really understand that customer and yeah. add value yeah. and, and get in there and become a true partner. Those are the ones that will succeed. Unfortunately, I think the others, it, it's going to be hard work. David, listen, thank you so much for that insight. I, I'd really like for us to move into the lightning round now. The lightning round. Um, David, first question, what's the number one thing that you see holding recruiters back from being more successful? (sighs) Number one is very difficult, but I just think it's passion for the industry. You know, there's a number of other things, but if I said one thing, you've got to be passionate. If you're not passionate, this is the wrong one for you. I say that all the time. If it's, you know, if you can't be passionate about it, get out, you know, go and do something else. Absolutely. Go and do something else. And David, look, what's the best piece of um, advice, business or recruitment advice that you've ever received in your life? I think I think it's actually about you know this is a journey. Focus on the for the end goal, you know. And for me, as a as a growing a business, I'm going to have days, frustrations, internal, external. But I've got to focus on our on our three year objectives. And I know if I can focus on that, the other stuff is just drama, you know. 
and that was the best bit of advice I've got. I like that. I like that. I, I, I need to listen to some of that advice <laughs> myself uh, at oh, certain God. stages. Um, David, you know, listen, at Recruiters Live Lounge, we're always looking for, um, I don't know, tips and hacks and, uh, you know, resources that work for successful people to be able to adopt them ourselves. Is there one resource that you use personally that's working brilliantly for you in your recruitment business? I think, I think uh, well, it's difficult to say one, but I think um, just if, if I look at some of the competitors in the market, the bigger, yeah. the bigger, bigger, bigger companies are a bit um, more difficult to turn, a bit like the Titanic. Yeah. You know, we've got good, strong cloud-based solutions in place. So that ranges from your online CRM database, you know, being able to sit here and access it on my iPhone, um, you know, adding, having, um, having connected from LinkedIn as an app on your phone so you can see daily where people are moving to. Um, some of the, so, so basically, I think it's, I wouldn't say it's one in particular, but I think it's some of the, the online cloud apps that are available, be it, you know, your LinkedIn app on your iPhone, um, you know, the connected app. Um, yeah, those are the kind of things. And David, you, you mentioned there your cloud-based um, CRM. Happy for you to give those guys a shout out. Who, who do you use? Well, we're using Bullhorn. You know, and again, it goes back to, I think for me, you know, I could sit here and use Bullhorn, but if the team aren't using it, if your company's not using it, and I, and I know plenty of organizations, they've got the best database in the business, and, and not one of their recruiters is using it. So, you know, for me, you know, we've got a database, we keep solid up to date, we check the bounce rates. All I'd ever say to anyone is, that's a key for their business, and I'm amazed that some organizations don't educate their business, but if it's not being led from the top, that's that's the problem. Key, absolutely key. Um, David, on on that thing about um, you know advice, etc. What's the best business book or best book that you've read in the last six months that you've been able to apply to your business? Uh, well, again, I'll, I'll revert back to Tony Robbins. I'm afraid. Good. And it's and there's a bit of it that's there's a bit of it that's um, business related in there, but okay. there's a bit of personal as well. But of course, you know, usually your personal objectives are aligned to your business. Yeah. So if you're a if you're a biller billing, you know, 100k or 200k, you know, what what's three or 400k going to do for you in your personal life? Yeah. And and the book I read is is uh, Money Master the Game, Seven Steps to Financial Freedom by Tony Robbins. I best 10 quid you'll ever spend, or 14 quid, whatever it is now. <laughs> I love that book. I absolutely love that book, David. So it's a big one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but it's a great book, and we'll post up a link for people to be able to I get that as well. Recommend that, yeah, absolutely. It's a great, great book. Um, David, look, my final question in this lightning round: If you woke up tomorrow morning, you've have all of the experience and knowledge that you currently possess, so every bit of knowledge, every bit of experience you currently have, but your business had completely disappeared, Vine Resources had completely disappeared. What would you do if you had to start from scratch? What would you do? What are the steps that you'd take? Uh, well, obviously, well, <laughs> if, it, if it was a recruitment business, <laughs> I might not be doing that in my next lifetime. Um, yeah, I think if it was a recruitment business. I think there's so many things to learn. So I think for me, um, if I was setting up again uh, tomorrow, it's having the right key people early on in the organization. It's identifying the journey that I want to be on. Yeah. It's identifying what our values, what our mission is, um, what are the building blocks that we need to build for the business, who are our customers going to look like, who are our customer targets, who are our candidates, um, and, and building out a proper roadmap and doing it in the right way rather than the wrong way. <laughs> Dave, 
David, you know yeah. something with that kind of plan? It's like I would be backing that. That that's uh, that's brilliant. And I know it's we can the, always get together. <laughs> it's the kind of approach that you've used exactly to set up Vine Resources. So you know that's a, a recipe for success going forwards. Now, David, look, we are coming to an end of our session, sadly. But before we say goodbye, I'm just interested to hear a final piece of advice from you for the people that are watching or listening uh, to this. And also, um, just how can people find out more about David Lawrence and Vine Resources and get in touch with you after the show? Sure. I, I just say, you know, the best bit of advice is that we get up every day in this job, right? And you can either walk into that office and give it 100%, right? Or you can give it 80%. I'm telling you, if you give it 80%, you've just waited 20% of your life. Because yeah. no one's going to give it to you back. No. So if you're going to go in for it, go in for it. Or as you said earlier, get out. It's not for you. Yeah. But you might as well give it your best if you are really determined. Whether you're a, a newbie in the, in the, in the role or an, you know, been in the job for a long time. You know, and I think, it's, I think that's the lesson to learn. Just if you want to do it, give it your, give it your all. I love that. Um, and uh, sorry, I forgot the second question. Yeah, just how, how can we um, find out anybody that's watching yeah, this? So, so, yeah, so thanks. So you can obviously check me out at uh, our company out at vineresources.com. Um, I actually also have a blog uh, that I update and uh, like to put some stuff that's a bit more controversial up there, which gets a bit of traction, which is davidjlawrence.co.uk. And obviously you can follow me at Twitter at davidjlawrence as well. Fantastic. David, we're going to include all of those links with this episode. Uh, so people can get in touch with you after the show. Um, David, I just wanted to say a personal thank you for joining us in the Recruiters Live Lounge today and sharing your journey. You know, it's been really interesting. I've known you for a while, but I haven't known the answers to those questions. So it's been an education for me. Um, but thank you, David, on behalf of everybody at Recruiters Live Lounge. You're more than welcome. Thanks so much, Roy. That's all right. And listen, to everyone else that's listening, um, if you want to take out, sorry, if you want to listen to more episodes of Recruiters Live Lounge, make sure that you subscribe. Whatever way you're consuming this interview right now, whether it's on YouTube or whether it's on iTunes or wherever it is, make sure you subscribe and you can get these things delivered to your inbox directly every single week. Until I see you again, take care. Bye-bye for now. You've been listening to Recruiters Live Lounge with Roy Ripper. Join us next time for more insights and incredible success journeys to help you be a better recruitment business leader. Deleso was formed to enable recruitment owners and managers to focus their skills and efforts in areas that would get the most rewards, such as sales. Deleso supports clients by providing a tailor-made service from outsourced back office functions right the way through to director-level advice and consultancy. Go to deleso.co.uk forward slash reclive lounge to find out more and start talking to them today.